everybody feels lonely from time to time. When we have no one to sit next to at lunch, when we move to a new city, or when nobody has time for us at the weekend. But over the last few decades, this occasional feeling has become more chronic for millions. In the UK, 60% of 18 to 34 years old say often feel lonely. In the US, 46% of the entire population feel lonely regularly. We are living in the most connected time in human history and yet an unprecedented number of us feel isolated. Being lonely and being alone are not the same thing. You can be filled with please yourself and hate every second surrounded by friends. Loneliness is a purely subjective individual experience. If you feel lonely, you are lonely. A common stereotype is that loneliness is only happened to people who don't know how to talk to people or how to behave around others. But population-based studies have shown that social skills makes practically no difference for adults when it comes to social connections. Loneliness can affect everybody, money, fame, power, beauty, social skills, and great personality. Nothing can protect you against loneliness because it's part of your biology. What is loneliness? Loneliness is a bodily function, like hunger. Hunger makes you pay attention to your physical needs. Loneliness makes you pay attention to your social needs. Your body cares about your social needs because millions of years ago, it was a great indicator of how likely you were to survive. Natural selection rewarded our ancestors for collaboration and for forming connection with each other. Our brains grew and became more and more fine-tuned to recognize what others told and felt and to form and sustain social bonds. Being social became part of our biology. You were born into groups of 50 to 150 people which you usually stay with for and the rest of your life. Getting enough calories, staying safe and warm, or caring for offspring was practically impossible alone. Being together means survival. Being alone means death. So it was crucial that you got along with others. For your ancestors, the most dangerous threat to survival was not being eaten by a lion, but not getting the social vibe of your group and being excluded. To avoid that, your body came up with social pain. Pain of this kind is an evolutionary adaptation to rejection, a sort of early warning system to make you stop behavior that would isolate you. Your ancestors will experience rejection as more painful were more likely to change their behavior when they got rejected and they stayed in the tribe while those who did not got kicked out and most likely died. That's why rejection hurt and even more so why loneliness is so painful. This mechanism for keeping us connected work great for most of our history until humans began building a new world for themselves. The downside of modern world. The loneliness epidemic we see today really only started in the late Renaissance. Western culture began to focus on the individual. Intellectuals move away from cultism of the Middle Age, while the young Protestants' theology stressed individual responsibility. This trend accelerated during the Industrial Revolution. Communities that had existed for hundreds of years began to dissolve while cities grew. 
as our world rapidly become modern, trends speed up more and more. Today, we must pass distance for a new job, love, and education, and leave our social net behind. We meet fewer people in person, and we meet them less often than in the past. In the U.S., the mean number of close friends dropped from 3 in 1985 to 2 in 2011. Most people stumble into chronic loneliness by accident, reach adulthood, and become busy with work, university, romance, kids, and Netflix. There's just not enough time. The most convenient and easy thing to sacrifice is time with friends. Until you wake up one day and you realize that you feel isolated, that you yearn for close relationship, but it's hard to find close connection as adults and so loneliness can become chronic. While humans feel pretty great about things like iPhones and spaceships, our bodies and minds are fundamentally are the same they were 50,000 years ago. We are still biologically fine-tuned to being with each other. How loneliness kills. Large sales studies have shown that the stress that comes from chronic illness is among the most unhealthy things we can experience as humans. It makes your age quicker, it makes cancer deadlier. Alzheimer affects faster, your immune system weaker. Loneliness is twice as deadly as obesity and as deadly as smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. The most dangerous things about it is that once it's become chronic, it can become self-sustaining. Physical and social pain use common mechanisms in our brain, both feel like a tree and so social pains lead to immediate and defensive behavior when it's inflicted on you. When loneliness becomes chronic, your brain goes to self-preservation mode. It starts to see danger and hostility everywhere. But it's not all. Some studies found that when you are lonely, your brain is much more receptive and alert to social signals. While at the same time, it gets worse as interpreting them correctly. You pay more attention to others, but you understand them less. The part of your brain that recognizes faces get out of tune and becomes more likely to categorize neutral faces as hostile, which makes it distrustful for others. Loneliness makes you assume the words about others' attention towards you. Because of this perceived hostile word, you can become more self-centered to protect yourself. Which can make you appear more cold, unfriendly, and socially awkward than you really are. So, what can we do about it? If loneliness has become a strong presence in your life, the first thing you can do is to try to recognize the vicious style that you may trap in. Usually, it goes something like this. An initial feeling of isolation leads to a feeling of tension and sadness which makes you focus on your attention, selectively on negative interaction with others. This makes your thoughts about yourself and others more negative, which then change your behavior. You begin to avoid social interaction, which leads to more feeling of isolation. These cycles become more severe and harder to escape each time. Loneliness makes you sit far away from others in class, not answer the phone when friends call, decline invitations, until the invitation stops. Each and every one of us has story about ourselves, and if your story becomes that people exclude you, others pick up on that, and so the outside world can become the way you feel about it. 
This is often a slow creeping process that takes years. You can end in depression and a mental state that prevents connection even if you yearn for them. The first thing you can do, do to escape it is to accept that loneliness is a totally normal feeling and nothing to be ashamed of. Literally, everybody feels lonely at some point of their life. It's a universal human experience. You can't eliminate or ignore a feeling until it goes away immediately, but you can accept that you feel it and you get rid of its cause. You can self-examine what you focus your attention on and check if you are selectively concentrating on negative things. Was this interaction with the college really negative or was it really neutral or even positive? What was the actual content of an interaction? What did the person say? And did they say something bad? Did you extra add extra meaning to that? Maybe another person was not really reacting negatively. Then there are your thoughts about the world. Are you assuming the words about others' intention? Do you enter a social situation and have already decided how it will go? Do you assume others don't want you around? Are you trying to avoid being hurt and not risking opening up? And if so, can you try to give others the benefit of the doubt? Can you just assume that they're not against you? Can you risk being open and vulnerable again? And lastly, your behavior. Are you avoiding opportunity to be around others? Are you looking for excuses to decline invitations? Or are you pushing others away preemptively to protect yourself? Are you acting as if you're getting attacked? Are you really looking for a new connection or have you become complacent with your situations? Of course, every person and situation is unique and different, and just introspection alone might not be enough. If you feel unable to solve your situation by yourself, please try to reach out and get professional help. It's not a sign of weakness, but of courage. However, we look at loneliness as purely individual problem that needs solving to create more personal happiness or as a public health crisis. It is something that deserves more attention. Humans have built a world that nothing short of amazing and yet no one of the shiny things we've made is able to satisfy or substitute our fundamental biological need for connection. Most animals get what they need from their physical surroundings. We get what we need from each other. And we need to build our artificial human world based on that. Let's try something together. Let's reach out to someone today. Regardless if you feel it to be lonely or if you want to make someone else die better. Maybe write a friend that you haven't spoken to in a while or call family members become strange. Invite a work buddy for a coffee or just go to something you're usually too afraid to go to or lazy to go to, like a D&D event or a sports club. Everybody's different so you know what's good fit for you. Maybe nothing will come to it and it's okay. Don't do this with any expectations. The goal is just to open up a bit to exercise your connection muscles so they can grow stronger over time or to help others exercise them.